Alright. Metallica to seek and destroy. This is Ian Trottier for Discussion of Truth. Third installment of the day. We started with Alana Erickson out of Utah. That sees, she said it on the program, socialism infiltrating the Utah government. She's fighting up against that. Then we, we see it again here in uh, the second edition of the, of the day with Heshi Tischler, a Jewish conservative American that is standing up against the tyrannic lockdowns in his city. From the streets of Brooklyn, he carries a very heavy fist. Uh, he even said on the show he's about 300 pounds, so he's a very large man. He's running for city council, New York City, and uh, now, uh, moments away from uh, Max Eigen out of uh, Brisbane, Australia. Uh, this will be a very compelling uh, discussion because uh, Max again brings a uh, brings a worldly view to this pandemic. Right, 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 right. Pandemic. Here we are, a pandemic. And I started my program in 2017, officially January, with Winwood Radio uh, due to an epidemic locally called the Zika virus. So let's get Max's view on uh, on what's happening here uh, globally. Um, IanTrotier.com, T-R-O-T-T-A-R. If you're listening to that, you likely know how to spell the name. Um, make a donation. Uh, but mo- most importantly, most importantly, just sh- share. Share the episode. Share this with family member, with a friend. Share it with a politician. Um, because, folks, only, only we can retain our constitutional rights. And, uh, and that's what we're doing. Um, so let's bring on uh, let's bring on Max from Australia and uh, oh finally you know seek and destroy because that's what we do on discussion of truth we seek out to destroy corruption and that's corruption on all levels whatever it may wherever it may surface um, corruption on absolutely all levels so in Max. Nice to connect with you. Good, good morning. Good Tuesday morning to you, sir. Would you like my camera on? It's up to you. It doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. It, it, it doesn't matter to me whatsoever. Um, Max, uh, uh, look, I uh, am grateful for you to joining the program. I have just recently been. Uh, been made aware of the work that you're doing, and I commend you. Uh, for listeners that are not familiar with who you are, take a moment, Max, and and, and, and please give an introduction as to who you who you are and what you do. Well, uh, I'm an ex-musician. I'm an author and a public speaker. I've been running the Crowhouse.com for probably the last 14 or 15 years. I've been out speaking as an activist probably for the last 13 or 14 years trying to prevent the situation that we're in now but uh yeah i mean i've just been pretty active i mean it gets to a point in life where you see the writing on the wall and you you realize that if you have certain information you have a responsibility to share it so that's what i've been doing trying to work for a better future than what we're facing now but um and i think 
I think a lot of people are waking up at the moment, so yeah, all is not lost. But uh, just been out there on the front line trying to make a difference, brother, like so many other people. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I, I believe you are. I've been doing uh, this program now coming up on five years. I started in 2016, more or less, from a research angle uh, due to the Zika virus uh, in, in Miami. And, um, and, 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 and I agree with you, this, uh, this, this global pandemic now has got a lot of people questioning various narratives, questioning uh, uh, financial incentives through politicians and corporations and, and, and what's happening on that angle. I believe you are the first uh, person that has joined my program from Australia. Uh, I've had a few from England, um, Sweden, uh, other other parts, uh, but uh, you are the first from 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 Australia. Um, so, um, uh, Max, uh, give us your perspective as to what is happening. Uh, you've been an activist now for for a long time, many years, um, and you said you're, you what you've been trying to do is prevent, in a sense, uh, what is now happening on a global scale. What's happening there in Australia? What's it like? Well, it's the same as what's happening everywhere, brother. Just this, this fraudulent pandemic, which is a, a quantifiable, provable fraud. There is no pandemic. And the loss of rights, the lockdowns, the, the destruction of small businesses, the flooding of the economy with stimulus, stimulus packages. I mean, everything that's happening in the, all of the Five Eyes countries, mainly. I mean, it's happening right around the world, but mainly to a... a, a a larger degree in all of the Five Eyes countries, which is the United States, Canada, England, New Zealand, and Australia. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a quantifiable fraud. This is a, a basically an introduction of, of, you'd call it communism, but it's kind of even past communism. It's, it's um, totalitarianism on, on every scale happening right around the world under the guise of a pandemic, keeping us safe from a pandemic. It's depopulation and it's the control of everybody who's left, their great reset that they want to usher in, and uh, the, the restructuring of the financial system, the restructuring of everything. And it's it's happening on a world scale. So it's the same here as anywhere. They've got to use different strategies in different countries because you've got different culture in different countries and different people are going to accept different things. So there's slightly different ways of doing it. But, you know, what they can get away with, they'll get away with. There's been certain states here in Australia that have been far more draconian than other states, such as Victoria, which has probably led the world in draconian legislation, now being closely followed by Canada and closely followed by Ireland and even certain rules that they want to bring in in the UK. So they try these things in different places and see what works and then they usher it in right around the world but it should be obvious to everybody but this this is a worldwide coordinated event they're using this this fear of viruses to take away all of our liberties and restructure the world into their complete slavery system they want to introduce and the target in through the whole thing I mean they want to kill off a lot of the older generations the target is the children and the masking of children bringing them up through this dystopia that they're creating and the kids that are going to school now wearing these masks i mean these these kids are going to be permanently damaged they're going to have no real concept of what it means to be human they're not reading the micro expressions on people's faces they're not learning the way children normally learn they're being molded into what the system wants them to be and it's it's absolutely insidious what's going on here of course the, the goal is to get everybody 
injected with this substance they want to put into people. And they're fully expecting a lot of people to die, but the ones that don't die, the ones that survive, will be changed. And they'll be changed permanently. And that's really what they're after. You know, we look at the good Georgia Guidestones, they only want 500 million people on Earth, so they're quite prepared to kill 90% of the world with these injections. As long as they've got their 500 million at the end, that's what they want. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the youth. I was uh, recently uh, going through the Houston airport, and um, I was the only one walking through the airport without a mask on, and I came across parents pushing a stroller. There was a young infant, uh, maybe eight months, uh, maybe 12, I'm not sure. Uh, and uh, the, the, the child, of course, is not masked, but the two parents are masked, and, and immediately... That baby, that infant, uh, made eye contact with me. Uh, it, it, it didn't look around to any others. It was simply searching. It made eye contact with me. And there's no doubt it, it, it sought a type of communication from me that it was unable to get from others because I was unmasked. Um, and you, you've hit on a really important part uh, that, that, that the target is the, this, this new generation that's, that's coming in. Um, what is and how long, uh, Max, have you known about this type of global control uh, being, uh, let's say, being planned? Uh, again, this is where we get into some murky waters because now it fringes on theory and not necessarily. We can talk about some financial incentives that have been in works and uh, have been moving for, for some decades now. We can discuss that. But 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 as far as a global uh, one world control, which which definitely seems that that is happening uh, on uh, uh, right now. How long have you seen this type of thing uh, developing and coming? Oh, my whole life. I got kicked out of four different high schools when I was I was a kid. Like when I was seventeen years old, I used to tell people everything the government is doing is about control. Every single law they bring in, every new guideline they bring in, everything they do is to curtail your ability to do things you would normally do. And this is happening in every country around the world. And if everything goes to its logical conclusion, we'll be living in a dystopia like 1984 or Brave New World within the next 30 to 40 years. This is what I was saying when I was at high school. And I've met people like in the last five years who I knew at high school who've come up to me and said, oh my God, I'm nuts. This is the world that we're in now. How did you know? And I said, well, it's obvious. All you've got to do is look at what the government does under the guise of bringing you safety and security. And all it is is to remove you of more and more of your liberties to control everything you do. They want to know everything you spend your money on, everywhere you go, everybody you talk to, everything. Even even the, the promotion of tattoos and things. They want everyone to get tattoos because they want you to have these these body decals that cannot you can always be identified. If you ever get arrested, one of the first things they ask you for is what tattoos have you got? And they're surprised when you don't have any. Because you can't get these things removed. You can change your face. You can have plastic surgery. You can do whatever you want to change your appearance. But if you've got tattoos, you can't change them. So, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of things. And I've seen this ever since I was a kid. When I was four years old and I found out that we had to buy land, I was horrified at the concept that you had to actually pay to be alive. And you had to actually buy a land that the people thought they could own the earth. 
and that you had to actually pay to have a roof over your head. I was horrified at that when I was four. And I started researching pyramids and things when I was eight. And then by the time I got to high school, I realized that this is just a people farm. We're living in a people farm and we're moving towards a, a complete conclusion. We're moving towards an obvious conclusion if things don't change. If people just continue to comply with what these governments want them to do, we're moving towards this dystopia and we're going to be in it. Like I said, within 30 to 40 years. That was when I was um, 17 years old. I'm, I'm 63 now. So it's pretty on the money with the time. And, and you can see it. I mean, it, it's obvious that this is where we're going. And when the Christchurch shooting happened in 2009, I said to people, this is a different shooting to all the other mass shootings. This is a shooting that they're going to use to usher in mass censorship. They're going to shut us all down. And it, if we don't, there's so much revealed in the Christchurch shooting, they're going to be running scatter down the entire New Zealand government and the world media for their lying because it's all there on the video. It's all obvious, which is why they banned it and give people a thirty-year jail term if they watch it. I said, if we don't, if we don't grab this opportunity that this video has provided for us and expose the government for what it is, I expect us to be in lockdown within twelve to, to eighteen months, and that was in March two thousand and nineteen. So, you know, it's it's all pretty predictable what they do. I mean, you don't know the the method that they're gonna use. I didn't I didn't see this pandemic coming the way I mean I should have. When you think about some of the martial law stuff they've put in and all the, the promotion of virology and all the movies like Contagion and all this sort of shit. I mean, you know they've got a plan, it's it's what they're gonna use to implement that plan. But I've said to people, there's a train coming. And if all you people out there in the so-called truth movement don't stop arguing over your belief systems, because even the term the truth movement, this is a this is a setup. This is a, a, a um, it's a um, what, what's the word? It's a loaded, loaded term because the truth is no one knows what the truth is. That's the truth. And what this is about is establishing the freedom to find out what the truth is. But people get their ideas. There's so many different theories about things. And they'll get something that appeals to them and they'll go, this is my truth. And then they'll argue with it. And, you know, you and I will have a talk, but we disagree. We agree on everything except one little detail. And then suddenly we start calling each other a shill. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is what the truth movement has become. And that's why they use the term the truth movement, when it should be the freedom movement. It should be the resistance. That's what this is. So you can see how it was all being set up to keep us in fighting and then suddenly pull the plug. And I said to people, if you guys in the truth movement don't stop arguing about the shape of the tracks and realize that there is a train coming, you know, there's a train coming. And if you guys don't stop arguing about the shape of the tracks, this train is going to hit you. There will be no warning. It will be sudden. And when it happens, you'll have no one to blame but yourselves. And that train hit us at the beginning of last year. And now we're in this, this situation. But, you know, it's, it's waking a lot of people up. And people are realizing that they can push back. I mean, what this is all about now is the destruction of the middle class and moving any, every, destroying all small businesses, destroying the economy, moving us towards a universal basic income. What they say is by, by 2025, you will own nothing and you'll be happy. This is what they want, you know, total control of everybody, all set out by the World Economic Forum, all outlined in the, in the Rockefeller lockstep document in 2010. I mean, it's all there. They've told us what they're doing. So it's no surprise that this is where we are. So you brought up some, some great points, uh, Max, and, uh, and you, you certainly were uh, ahead of the curve there uh, with some, some, some great intuition at the age of four. 
Um, what is, uh, is certainly the Rockefeller Foundation, and that's that is uh, that is a kind of a buzz name that uh, that resides with me, uh, resonates with me, uh, because in uh, 2016, as I uh, am in South Beach and I begin to research kind of this local argument against the pesticide being used, it was, lo and behold, the Rockefeller Foundation that popped up on my screen as owning a patent uh, on the Zika virus. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the patent is, but it's uh, perhaps the extraction process uh, from, from the monkey brain, a 1940s Uganda. Uh, and then what happened, Max, was that I start researching the pesticide that uh, the governor of Puerto Rico had rejected from the World Health Organization uh, because there was a known neurotoxin out of uh, Sweden. Uh, the UN had banned it. And I'm saying, oh, well, the Rockefellers also are the largest shareholders of Chevron Chemical Corporation that produced that. So that's the road that I went down. And it led me to a Stanford Hoover fellow uh, named uh, Anthony Sutton. And uh, and so the Rockefeller Foundation, you're talking about lockstep and that sort of thing. And, and you're bringing up World Economic Forum. It's it's you use the word they and it's 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 easy to use that word they. Can can you define who they are for listeners uh, to help them understand who really is behind uh, this global uh, financial uh, system? And uh, with that said, Max, can you expand on what your opinion is uh, when somebody like Donald Trump, uh, who no longer is in power, if you will, uh, says uh, or refers to COVID-19 as the China virus? Uh, is China behind the release of the COVID-19 in your view? So kind of two, two questions in, in that. Uh, start with, uh, start with uh, explaining uh, for listeners who they, they are. Uh, well, the, who they are is a good question. I mean, we see a lot of front people. We see people like Bill Gates, like Charles Schwab, like Dr. Fauci, um, Elon Musk even. I mean, these are all front people. These are just front people to give you the concept of this is where the world's going and to present this type of technology to you. I, mean, I, I don't believe our history is correct. I don't believe anything that we're told. I don't believe any of the technology we're using is new technology. I think they've done all of this before. I don't, even when you look at the deep underground bases you've got in the United States, I think these bases were not built by our culture they were not built if you look at the timeline you're given for the industrial revolution so you know 200 years ago we suddenly developed all this technology we're able to build things do people seriously think they went and built those deep underground bases in the last 200 years with that technology or were they already there have they done this time and time again and then in the 50s they tell us that they've just invented the television so we can see the exponential curve of the development of technologies to the point that we've got cell phones and stuff now you look at the, the exponential curve in the development of technology i mean do, really has it really gone that quickly it, what just the, these really smart people invented these really smart things so incredibly quickly we've got this stuff now that 50 years ago it was something out of flash gordon 
you know, something out of sci-fi movies, and it's just our normal life now. Are we really expected to believe that we just the smart people were able to develop this really quickly? No, they weren't. Yeah, and we're given all these factors to point the finger at. Okay, it's the Jews, it's the Jesuits, it's the Freemasons, it's all of these people. They're all combined. There's a, a secret cabal going on there. I mean, I look at the world. You, you've got to get it out of your mind. The, the concept that there are there are nations and countries and governments going to war with each other and all this sort of stuff. It's all a front. It's all a facade. What we've got here is a multi-generational, multinational criminal cabal masquerading as a system of international governments and nations, and they all work together. Each one is running a people farm. You've got your little farm there. Of your, of your flock and your stock and they've locked all the borders and now they're doing the stock takeable, their flock and they're, they're culling the flock and they're culling the herd but they all work together. You notice when there's a war, like World War Two, England and Germany go to war with each other what did they do? They bombed the shit out of all their countries they didn't bomb the government buildings they didn't go and bomb the Reichstag didn't go and bomb Number 10 Downing Street didn't bomb the palace, they went to war with Syria what did they bomb? They bombed all of Syria but they didn't go and bomb Assad's palace they never do that, they never never actually the two governments declare war with each other they never bomb any of the government buildings why is that why do they just decimate all the population destroy all the infrastructure destroy all the ancient history what they've done in syria is completely wipe out all of the ancient history all of the ancient culture the the, the culture that existed that was a worldwide culture that existed on this earth up until about 200 years ago uh, there was a nation that existed in Europe, huge, huge nation, which took up most of Europe. Parts of America were involved, parts of Australia were involved. It was called Tartaria, and that was a worldwide culture. It's expunged from all of our history books. No one's ever even heard of Tartaria, and let it's, yet it's on all the old maps. And you, when you look at the colour coding of the maps, you see that it's, it's the whole world was different. It was a different world. We had free energy devices. We had a whole completely different technology that we were using as recently as 200 years ago. So getting to the question of who they are, it's very, very difficult to identify these people. I mean, I even suspect that there's land we don't know about where there's a, a race of people living. I mean, all that do will be taken off the maps. How would you ever know? Take it off the maps and control the flight routes. How would you know if there wasn't more land? Look at the old maps. They say that there's land at the North Pole that we're not told about. I mean, all of these things are possibilities. That's why I, I say the problem with the truth movement is people arguing over their belief systems. I have certain opinions. I have certain things that I suggest might be possible of who they are, but I can't actually prove it. And as soon as I make the claim that I know who they are, then he puts it up for argument and then we get lost in that little rabbit hole and we start debating these points and I'm stuck trying to prove this point of who they are when really who they are is us because we are the ones who comply with our own slavery and that is the only way to find out who is behind the curtain is to stop complying with your own slavery. Non-compliance, a sentiment of unity amongst the human people so we can all stand together and simply help each other out and stop complying with what governments say. We do that and we'll find out who they are very, very quickly because they'll be the ones screaming the loudest. You know, but that's the problem is that you get locked into these things. Well, I think it's the Jesuits. Well, I think it's the Jews. Well, I think it's the Freemasons. And really, they're all involved. All of these different factions. There's so many different secret societies. Club of Rome, you know, like the, the Bilderbergs, uh, you know, Stellenberg, Bone Society. There's so 
many people involved that are all factions of the one organization and they create all these separate factions so that we'll argue about it oh it's these guys oh it's those guys oh it's these guys that's why they do it it's, it's a perfect setup so yeah who, who they are i'm not even i'm not even willing to put my opinion out of what's going on. i mean I, I often suspect that um Behind the whole thing is AI, artificial intelligence, that is already here and it's already running these hours. Even when you look at the World Economic Forum, you look at that mind map they've got on the World Economic Forum, the COVID response plan. Have you, have you seen that? Have you been aware of that that mind map they've got on there? No. There's no way. Oh, it's, it's, it's this mind map. That it's like a big circle and you just click on one section and oh, it's, right. it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and it goes down 132 layers. And it's got it's it's a complete mind map, and there's no way this was done by people. There's no way a bunch of people sat down and worked that out. That's AI. That whole thing is AI. They've got every contingency planned for. So I would suggest that AI is already in control. And what this this whole COVID thing is about is ultimately a soul harvest. They want to get our souls. They want to lead us into the mainframe. They want to offer our immortality. I, I even saw an article Time magazine this morning where they're saying. Um, 2020 or 2045 is when man humans will become immortal wow. okay they want they want they want you separated from your soul they want you to think that this body is what it's all about they can make your body immortal but disconnect your soul from it so that you're just stuck as a slave forever and ever in this prison that we're living in because this world is a prison it's beautiful we've done wonderful things with it but it's a prison you've got to walk between your lines and you've got to pay to be alive with everything you do you know even when you look at the economic system we created an economic system apparently to serve us so that we could perform commerce with each other and perform trade how did how would it how has it become that the humankind and mankind and life itself is the most expendable thing now within the parameters of the economic system? It's all about balancing the books. doesn't matter who suffers as long as the books are balanced. Well, how did that work? That's not what we created an economic system for. So when you look at all this and you put it all into account, you can easily see where we're being led. You can easily see what this is all about, and it's about disconnecting us from who we are, connect, disconnecting us from our spirituality, from our soul, and locking us into this total control grid where you are just an automaton and you do what you're told. Everything you do is tracked and traced, and you work to serve the system. That's what they want. It's almost this robotic or machine. Uh, it's it, it could be perhaps referred to you as a transhumanism, and there and there's absolutely you're you're, you're exactly right. What, what we do know is that we're part of this planetary system, and uh, and none of us, regardless of uh, regardless of like you're saying, regardless of uh, what uh, society or group, uh, all of us as human beings, we're, we're certainly all subjugated to. To a, to a to a to a to another power, uh, we can like you're saying, and I like how you said that we, we we do have to kind of point the finger at ourselves. So if we if we choose to remain silent, uh, if we choose to to sit down uh, and we choose to conform, then uh, then then we are the they in the sense of uh, we 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 you know we we become part of uh, a part of a system outside of our control you see you said something about uh you said something about the 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 a a a, a mass uh die off and and i also uh max i want you to talk about uh your research behind the pyramids because the pyramids are fascinating and listeners uh i was uh, one of my early guests was a guy named david serrata and uh and i heard his name mentioned 
uh, I think it was yesterday, uh, he has, uh, he has uh, uh, investigated the pyramids. Uh, the, and listeners may not be aware, there are pyramids uh, that dot uh, all the continents. The, the, uh, my understanding is that there are pyramids in, in, in China that the Chinese government covers up. Um, so, so please talk about, uh, uh, talk about your research on pyramids. Um, but, uh, but, but, but again, um, uh, 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 talk a little more, uh, talk a little bit, bit more about, uh, this, uh, this, this die-off. You alluded to the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, talk about this, uh, this die-off uh, that, uh, that may be coming. Well, yeah, I think it's going to be the result of the, of the vaccines. I mean, so many people are dying from the vaccines already. They're, they're dropping like flies. Even when you look at the figures on the VAERS and other sites and look at the figures that are coming in, Apparently, only about ten percent of cases are even reported. So the figures could be, you know, ten times higher or even a hundred times higher than what we're being told. The amount of people that are dying from these vaccines. And if you you look at what the vaccine is, I mean, it, it doesn't even meet the legal criteria to be called a vaccine for a start because it doesn't inoculate you or immunize you against anything. They're telling you that we we don't know what's going to happen. You're still going to have to wear your mask and. And a lot of people are getting the vaccine, then they're dying of COVID and they're saying, oh, it, it, was, a, it was a mutant African strain that killed them or whatever. No, they're dying from the vaccines. And the people, it, I mean, it's an mRNA vaccine for a start, which is going to permanently modify the function of your DNA and they can do just about whatever they want with it. mRNA is like, is like medical Play-Doh. You can just do whatever you want. mRNA is what turns a caterpillar into a butterfly. So you can do whatever you want. You could you could turn the human beings into anything you want through the control of mRNA. But um, you're going to find that down the track, a lot of people's immune systems are going to be compromised. Three to six months or even five years down the track, you'll find that pretty well everybody who has the vaccine will probably be dead within five years, I would say. A lot of them will be a lot uh, earlier than that. And they'll tell you it's a mutant strain all the time. And they've never even identified the original strain so and and even the whole concept of virology it's it's uh it's just it's a theory the whole thing's a theory there was a really a really interesting experiment done just last week by a doctor called dr stefan lanker and if you, if you look at how they they isolate a virus they actually get a petri dish they put all sorts of chemicals in there they use you know monkey brains and fetal tissue and all sorts of stuff they put in a petri dish and then they add a piece of human genome in there and they kind of cook up this soup you know and they say oh they find this virus and say oh look the virus is present in the human genome they create this incredibly toxic environment to put this genome into and then when when nasty stuff appears they say oh look it's it's a virus in the genome well this guy stefan lanker he ran the experiment and he did everything that properly and he never added any human genome and he got exactly the same result so it showed it completely disproved virology basically and this was an experiment done a week ago so nothing they're telling us is true all they're trying to do is get this this uh this injection into people to get this depopulation agenda happening and they've got to provide the excuse for people to believe it which will be us mutant strains of the virus so you know it's a it's a scam the whole thing's a scam um hang on a minute hey Bree, Bree. Dog barking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't know whether you can hear that. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so, and, um, yeah. So, yeah, the whole, the whole thing is a scam. Hang on, this, she's putting me off. Bree! Stop barking! Yeah, losing my train of thought. But, um... 
if you could anyway so so you you brought him a, a great example there uh, with doc, Dr. Locker, it sounds like it uh, was the name. Uh, and uh, uh, what I wanted you to get into is um, the, these pyramids. Uh, what have you researched on pyramids? I, I personally find that quite fascinating. Well, yeah, there are pyramids all around the world. I mean, when you look at the, the concept of Tartaria, the concept that there was an ancient culture here that we don't know about, and there were pyramids all around. Well, some of the, big, the biggest pyramids in the world are actually in China, a lot bigger than the pyramids in Giza. And the Chinese government has planted, they bring in workers and they cover them up in dirt and they plant trees on them to make them look like hills. It's incredible. They don't even want them investigated because investigation into the pyramids in China indicates that they were built by long, uh, long tall, red-headed, Caucasian-looking people not Chinese, and they don't really like that. It's the same when you start looking at the pyramids in, in, uh, in Giza. There's no, they, no way they were built by Egyptians, you know, so, but the Egyptians don't like that because, hey, they, they say, hey, look how great we were. This was our culture. And, well, no, it wasn't. That was the culture that came before you guys. That's why you can't even go in there and investigate the pyramids unless you do it under the, the uh, auspices of, of the Egyptologists. You know, you've got to go in there and you've got to deal with the, the head of Egyptology. You've got to go and you've got to be supporting their line. You can't go in there and do any independent research and go in there with another theory or even present them with another theory because if you've got this other theory, they won't let you go into the pyramid compound to research or to look at anything they want to know that you're supporting the official narrative of the pyramids and that's what they're all about i mean i don't particularly trust the pyramids in giza there's, there's a lot of talk of these wonderful devices that do these wonderful things you, if you ever been to cairo you, you go to cairo it's it's crazy the whole place is crazy and there's these pyramids there in the center of town like the great pyramid is right there right on the outskirts of cairo you can see it from the center of town it's not out in the desert. It's, it, Giza is a um, is a suburb of Cairo, <clears throat> and it's it's you know kept kept you know, open. And there's no houses there around the pyramids or anything. And it looks like it's in the desert, but it's not. It's right on the edge of Cairo. You can see them very clearly as you're driving around uh, around the town. And they just they they create this energy that that just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. And Cairo is a particularly interesting place. Cairo. It gives the impression of a town that is in a, in a state of permanent growth and permanent decay at the same time. And it's crazy. It's just, it's a crazy town, but crazy people. Everybody is discombobulated. Everybody is just, it's a really, really strange place. You'd have to sort of go there to to feel it. But when I got there, I, mean, I couldn't wait to leave Cairo. I wanted to go to other places. I just couldn't wait to get out of the energy that these pyramids were generating in the town. And when I look at human beings and what our natural... Um, science would be and what our natural relationship with the earth would be uh, i see all these geometric shapes as being something completely alien to what we are and i don't think they actually performed any any purpose that was good i think they're all more about control i mean that might be a strange thing for people to deal with there's a lot of people out there in the new age movement who think pyramids are these wonderful magical things and yeah they have incredible properties but i don't think left to our own devices we would ever come up with something like that or need something like that. So um, I, don't, I don't have anything good to say about pyramids personally. I, I think they uh, interfere with the natural flow of things and they're there for a purpose, but what that purpose yeah. is, is, uh, is anybody's guess. Now this, this, uh, this David Serrata uh, has said that, uh, that they used to, when they were built, 
what what's happened is that over the years they've been stripped of precious metals and that there was a uh, conducive energy that he he says that uh, the pyramids were built uh, to uh, actually transport. Um, I don't think he said human beings, but transport uh, beings from one place to another. That was uh, that was his uh, that was his answer as to why these were built. Uh, you know, we're given different uh, different narratives as well. Uh, definitely a fascinating uh, subject to to uh, to look into. Uh, what is uh, uh, Max? What is what is what is the, the the best foot forward for folks wherever they may be listening around the world? Uh, what is the best foot forward? Uh, to, uh, to 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 do uh, to uh, stand up against this uh, this global uh, this 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 one world global unification order that seems to be uh, uh, rolling out. Um, uh, what's the best uh, best way forward for for folks to uh, to take action? In your opinion, non compliance. Like get together with your community. Start talking to local businesses. Um, if you own a business. Talk to the other local businesses around you and all agree that you're going to open up your businesses on, on a certain day. You, know, you can't just have one person do it. They'll get stomped on. But if the whole town does it, you know, and when when politicians, news media, police or any of these people come to your business, refuse service to them. So no, you, longer know, you no longer serve the people. So we're no longer giving you service. Uh, we won't serve you until you begin to serve us again. Realize that see, the whole thing is it comes down to people remembering who and what they are. We're just dealing with people here. Doesn't matter if you've got a police uniform on, doesn't matter if he's the mayor, doesn't matter if he's sitting in some fancy office. Ultimately he's just a human like you. And you don't actually have to do what he says. If he's a politician, then he's someone that you employ to manage infrastructure for you responsibly on your behalf. That does not include locking you down. If they're claiming they're doing it because there's a state of national emergency because of a pandemic. Ask for proof of claim because there is no pandemic. There is no national emergency. You're claiming there's an emergency here in Australia for a virus which affects – you have a 99.97% survival rate of this virus, less than 0.01% of people will die from this alleged virus. How is that a national emergency? We had three times as many people die of tuberculosis last year. You didn't shut the country down for that. The only emergency happening in this country is the fact that the government is out of control and has shut the country down under false pretenses. That's an emergency. So people have got to realize this is what we're dealing with. This is a war here. Your government is culling your population. They're, they're destroying small businesses. They're doing it all under the guise of protecting you. And what they're doing is they're permanently damaging your children. The target through all of this is the children. You know, if you're sending your kids to these schools and doing – this is child abuse. This The whole thing is child abuse. So that's the only way out. People have got to get together and they've got to push back by not complying. We don't even need violence. I mean, they'll come at you and try with violence. So what they did in the UK last weekend, I don't know whether you saw that, there was hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people marching in the UK. Estimates are 200,000 to 500,000. Some wow. estimates I'm coming in of 1.3 million people were marching in London. And the police came to try to shut the march down and they ended up getting surrounded by the people. A couple of them got beaten up pretty badly. Um, the, the people just threw the police out of the crowd, basically. Said, no, you came here to start violence. This is a peaceful rally. You came here to start violence, so we're going to give it back to you. And they did, and the police retreated. 
That's what needs to happen. That's the only time you need to use violence is to repel violence. If police or, or these these people come to you to try to become violent with your crowd, you can use counter-violence to repel them. But stand your ground. Realise that you're just dealing with people here. Your government is actually employed by you to act responsibly. Where did you forget that? Where did that line get blurred? Where did they convince you? How did they convince you that they're your rulers and that you have to do what you're told? That's not what it's about. That's not what life is about. So we're at a pivotal point. This whole thing is a spiritual battle. And if people can realize their own spirituality and realize their own true power and realize that they're just dealing with people, then we can overcome this. We can change the world in a day. And the reason they're doing this is because they're running scared. They've got to lock everyone down because so many people are waking up. And if they get the right type of pushback, if people push back in the right way and simply refuse to comply, then they don't have a leg to stand on. There's nothing they can do to stop mass non-compliance so that is really the way out and like i said refuse service to these people media personalities especially the media is so complicit the media is even more complicit than the politicians because it is the media that has sold the lie to the people there's no no journalism that exists anymore you got people like the head of YouTube, Susan Wodiski, was awarded a, an award for free speech the other day for supporting wow. free speech. How many people have been purged from YouTube? You know, all dissenting voices have been silenced. Any alternate views have been silenced. Anybody who questions the government at all on anything has been silenced. Through the Christchurch shooting and the legislation they were able to bring in to support censorship, they were able to use that legislation to censor the US president on Twitter last year for god's sake i mean you know how blatant can it get and people are okay with it so if you're okay with the u.s president being censored no matter what your view of the u.s president is this is the president of the united states this is supposed to be apparently the most powerful man on earth and yet you got jack dorsey from twitter basically saying no i'm more powerful than you because i can silence your voice you got david David uh, or, or Mark, Mark Zuckerberg in, um, in, in Facebook, who's saying the same thing, you know. You've got Susan Wadiski saying the same thing. These people are now more powerful than the President of the United States. So the media is hugely complicit in what is going on here. So if you own a business, you own a cake store or a, or a bakery or it doesn't matter what it is, don't serve these people. If Susan Wadiski or Jack Dorsey or any politician or any media personality come into your store, tell them to go shop somewhere else. You don't serve us anymore, so we're not serving you. And that should be the same for every politician, every media personality, every police officer, anybody, any medical staff, anybody who is supporting this fraud. Refuse service to them and get together with your local communities and all open up your businesses together. Incredible. That's <laughs> very powerful, Max. Very powerful. Um, what do you see as um, the outcome? What, what's uh, let's let's fast forward here. You've you've um, you've done some incredible research over over your time. Uh, you're in your sixties now, and, and and you've 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 done some great work. Um, let's fast forward a year, two years. What's um, you've already we've already hit on a, a likely mass die off. What's um, What's, uh, what's down the pipeline for, uh, for listeners? What, what should they be expecting? Well, it's going to depend on how we react this year. This is such an important year. It's going to depend on whether we, we get these parasites, these ruling parasites out of power, uh, or whether we allow them to, to lead us into this dystopia. 
And I'm saying to people now, you know, stack up on food, stock up on food, get yourself in a safe position where you can weather the storm. Because, you know, even if if we were to remove a lot of these parasites from power, so many people have taken the vaccine now. So many people are going to be getting sick in the next three months to six months to five years. And there's always going to be these these factions that come in and say well look we told you so it's a new mutant strain and the fear 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 which is going to drive the people and unfortunately a lot of the sheep will lead us into that reality if we're not careful so it's really going to depend brother i mean i'm just i'm, I'm ready to hole up and weather the storm if it comes to it uh, i'm ready to face infinity without flinching and if it comes to the point where i can't do anything without a vaccine well i won't be doing anything you know, it's as simple as that. I mean, I'm not taking your vaccine. I'm not taking your jab. I'm not complying with any of your stuff. So it's going to depend, brother. I mean, a lot of people are getting it. I mean, 1.3 million people marching in London, or even if it's 500,000, this is huge turnouts. We're seeing it right around the world. We're seeing people pushing back all over the place. So it's going to be it's going to be determined by what happens this year, what the pushback is this year. Uh, whether people really grow a backbone and start uh, calling this out for what it is or whether they're able to lead us into this. I mean, they'll probably fake an alien invasion or whatever, or a war with Ukraine or you know, start start some other rubbish around the place just to keep us on the edge and thinking that it's important when it's not and keep us distracted so they continue rolling out their COVID guidelines and their safe apps and all that sort of crap, you know, their contact tracing and their mass surveillance, which is what they want. Uh, a question, and then we'll wind down, and, and I want to give you an opportunity to, to, to leave some closing comments and remarks for listeners. But the, but the question here, uh, very simply, Max, um, from your viewpoint in Brisbane, uh, in Australia, as an Australian, was the, uh, was the 2020 American election, uh, was, was, was it rigged? Was it fraud? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it was blatant fraud. It was it was probably the most blatantly stolen election I've ever ever witnessed. Not that I trust Donald Trump. I mean, I don't. I think they probably made it that blatant just to show you what they could get away with and show you how controlled it was. I don't trust Trump. I mean, Trump supported the vaccine. Trump really pushed all this. Uh, for all of his good points and all the stuff that he's done, I, I think he's a player personally. Um, other people might not like me saying that, but I, I think he is. Um, he, he wanted to build the wall. We said when the wall was being built, this is to keep Americans in, not to keep the Mexicans out. The, American, the Mexicans are there going, yes, please, please finish the wall. We don't want any more Americans coming here. So it's it's really not what people are being told. You know? America's turning into a third world country. They're, they're actually completely deconstructing the United States at the moment through this, this flooding the economy with, with uh, trillions and trillions of stimulus and shutting down all the small businesses, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, counterculture, all the stuff that we saw in, in Mao's China when the, the communist takeover of China happened, all the stuff that we saw also in the Bolshevik uh, revolution in Russia where they had Operation Trust, you know, where, they, where the people were told that there was this secret organisation there and that there were factions in the government that were working towards them. Same as Q, trust the plan, exactly the same operation as Operation Trust that the Bolsheviks ran. So, no, I don't trust Trump, um, but I, at the same time, I think the election was staged, but I think they did it so publicly and so deliberately just to show you, hey, it doesn't matter what we do. We can show you how blatantly staged it is. There is even a Time magazine article where they actually did a report on how they, they basically ran the fraud. They said how they how we saved America basically, but they're telling you how they rigged the election. It was a Time magazine article on it, a whole whole section of Time magazine. So yeah, it was it was a blatant fraud, blatant theft. I and mean, Biden's an incompetent, discombobulated fool, 
with Alzheimer's or something. I mean, he's, he's, he's completely demented. Doesn't know what he's saying. Can't string a sentence together. There's been no State of the Union address because you, you can imagine Biden up there trying to speak for an hour or an hour and a half. He can't even get a sentence out without stumbling over his words. There's no way he's going to be able to get out there and make sense for an hour. He'll be nodding off all the way through it and forgetting what he's saying. And, you know, so they did it. They did it purposely, I think, just to show the people, just to put it in your face. I think everything they're doing these days is to put it in your face. Yeah, well said. <laughs> you're, you're hitting the, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Max, you're hitting the uh, bullseye. Um, we'll wind down here and... Uh, uh, Max Eigen, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Max, uh, uh, some closing comments. Uh, what would you like listeners to walk away with here? Look, you are powerful and you can change the world and we can do this. We've expected this coming for so long. I mean, a lot of people look at the so-called truth movement or the in- alternate media and it's, it's like um, listening to the spy novel version of reality. They like to hear the next installment of what the secret cabal's doing and all this sort of stuff. You know, Really, you can change the world rather than to just um, listening to the information and thinking someone's going to save you. And even the people who point the fingers at everybody else, oh, it's the Jews, it's the Jesuits. It's that. Okay, we remove all them. Go and remove all the Jews, remove all the Jesuits, remove all the Freemasons, get rid of all these people, all the people you think they are. Well, now what? Now what happens to the world? Because if you're still using the smart tech, you're still leading yourself into this AI-controlled dystopia, well, really, you've only got to look in the mirror to see where the problem lies. Look at the smartphone you're holding in your hand. Look at how many life skills you've lost and look at what you really could do to become a better human being because that is what is going to change the world. Get back in touch with yourself. Get back in touch with your own spirituality, your own soul, because that's what all this is about, is taking that soul from you. And uh, we're at a very, very important time. And, and if you can walk the path of the warrior, face infinity without flinching, and that is the, the knack of being able to face with serenity odds or circumstances that were not included in your calculations and be fine with that and come out the other side still with your, yourself and your soul, then uh, we'll change the world. And we've been given the opportunity to do it. So it's, it's time to step up to the plate. If you want to have a future... Now's the time to look at your own self-responsibility. Everybody wants freedom, but no one wants the responsibility that goes with what being free actually means. So now's the time to do that. And thanks for having me on, brother. We'll do it again. Sounds good. Thank you, Max. Um, wow. Okay, that that uh, that blew me away. That those 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 past final moments. Uh, this fellow is a deep thinker. Again, Max uh, Eigen. Uh, he is based in, in Australia. Uh, and his uh, Crow's House, I believe, is the, the name of his, uh, his publication online. Uh, he, he, this program has received some, some great, great guests, some great thinkers, uh, some great writers. Um, we have received on Discussions of Truth some really great human beings. And um, at the end of the day, the, the common thread through all of these individuals is, it has been, in my opinion, as host, uh, exposing corruption. Whatever level it uh, may have been, uh, Stephen Kinzer spoke about the corruption and uh, uh, spoke about the corruption in, in World War II, I believe it was. He was we were talking about um, Gerald Posner Speaking about the corruption in the pharmaceutical industries, now, these 
New York Times best-selling authors here. Um, corruption is corruption. It needs to be exposed, period. Um, and uh, and, and listening to uh, a fellow like Max uh, really reinforce, regardless of where you reside. And, and I liked how he... I liked how he did. He was not pointing fingers uh, in any particular group—the Jews, the Jesuits—and and 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 certainly, if you've heard me talk to on George Webb's program recently, um, I was I, I directly pointing uh, fingers at the Vatican uh, because that's I firmly believe is uh, one of these main cabal centers. Um, there's no doubt about that. But but with that said, uh, with that said. Uh, the Vatican rose to power by um, by taking power away from or colluding with an existing power prior to the formation of the Vatican. So some of these things may be going back um, much further than, than we think they're going back. But what we can defend, well, what we can take away is th- this is, again, this is a, this is, like, like Max said, this is a spiritual battle. This is a battle against uh, uh, good and evil, if you will, and uh, and, and frankly, this is uh, right now uh, the same battle that uh, George Washington in the United States here, that Washington, Jefferson, uh, Henry. This is what this is the same battle these folks were, were or these 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 men were fighting. We're fighting the same the same thing, and that is uh, let's simplify things, and perhaps not try to point fingers. Uh, let's point fingers at ourselves, as Max alludes to, uh, but let's. Um, Let's defend some of these rights that we're losing. Let's uh, come together and, uh, and, and, and make sure that these rights um, do not get taken from us because we will be the only to blame should we lose these rights. And, and we are losing these rights at an alarming pace. Um, so if this message resonates with you, I do urge you to please go back and look at the guests that I've had on the program over the past four and a half years. Uh, there are some great minds and great thinkers and great writers who have joined the program and, um, and make a difference. Make your voice heard um, and stand, stand your ground in a, a, a nonviolent. No, violence is not good. A change can happen peacefully uh, and, and we can make that change happen, uh, happen peacefully. Uh, but, um, but, but again, it's, uh, it, it will require um, action. So I thank uh, Max Eigen for, for joining the program. And um, and until uh, next week, folks, or, 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 or as, uh, as I am doing the program now, which uh, today is usually, usually Wednesdays are the go-to day. And uh, since I have been um, uh, out of studio now for a number of months, uh, I've been recording um, the shows uh, on the weekends. Uh, this happens to be a Monday uh, where I just did three, I just uh, hosted three guests, just did three shows. So, um, so the the pace is picking up. Uh, folks are catching wind. They are opening their eyes, uh, broadening their spectrum. Uh, they are receiving alternative angles, which is what this is all about. This is what this is all about. Uh, when uh, when 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 the printing press was uh, was was uh, was was uh, was was revealed and uh, engineered. Uh, that exposed uh, and, 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 and submitted to the masses, transmitted to the masses, uh, a lot of prudent and important information. So we uh, perhaps are uh, living in another type of awakening in that sense. Only time will tell. Um, but uh, do stand up for what you believe in. This is Ian Trottier for Discuss Your Truth. Until next time, folks, be awesome.